when you talk about high quality, are you saying that people have to spend a lot of money on that? Or not always. Are no. you saying that you have to be intentional with the way that you're shooting? Hey guys, welcome to Be Original with Isley Creative, where we discuss all things marketing. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. It's season three of Be Original Podcast. My name is OJ. I'm Christian. We're really excited that you're here. Clearly, Christian is very excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look so depressed. Anyways, I feel like I'm... Am I turned the wrong way? I don't turned? know. Turned? 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 <laughs> up. I'm really excited that everybody's here. Thank you for joining us. Um, season three... Uh, we are talking all about content. Mm-hmm. Super excited about everything that's happening this season. Got a lot of cool stuff coming. And today we're going to talk about uh, a specific kind of content. Not really specific, but it's more of the, on the lines of saying, okay, we're out of one side of our mouth we're telling them they have to create tons and tons of content. And then on the other side of the mouth we're saying, but wait, there's, still is con- there's content that you want to do on your own but then there's also content that you should be doing that are a little bit more higher quality than the selfies on Instagram mm-hmm. and, and the photos that you're taking with your phone. Yeah. Um, why, why do we have to do it that way? Well, I just, I think, you know, shooting for quality is never something that you shouldn't do. Uh, but unless you're in a multi-billion dollar company, chances are you can't afford to hire you know a crew a production company whatever to do every piece of content that yeah. you, you need to put out there and so the whole point is that we're we're pushing this consistency and if you can't afford to have that consistency with outsourcing it uh then it's not worth it yeah. you know what i mean it's not worth the production value and and all that stuff so what what we're kind of getting at is that there are certain things that represent your brand or your product or service or whatever that that should be clean, that should be nice and well produced because they're like kind of the forefront, right? They're the mm. forefront. This is probably usually the first thing that people are going to see of your brand or your product, breaking it down from there. The day-to-day stuff, the, um, the podcasts, the things like that, those are okay to like just DIY it forever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. those things just for the sake of consistency and not breaking the budget and not spending a ton of money that that is not necessarily going to bring a specific financial return to your company, right? Sure. Uh, but when it comes to things where you're going to have opportunity to have media buys and product placements and uh, product displays and in-store displays and booths at trade shows and yeah. Things like that. This is where you want to get into quality, like high quality content. This is where you want to actually spend your budgets. And that's kind of what I wanted to get into because the whole season we're kind of doing this balancing act uh, of talking about constant content, but then and being able to do things on your own, which we will get into at the end of the season. We'll be able to uh, walk you through how to do some of these things on your own. Um, but but then there's that flip side is like, okay, if you have, if you only have, you know, X amount of dollars to spend this quarter on 
content on whatever it might be and maybe you have a new product coming out this is the opportunity is like take those dollars spend it on the product content for that product for your product release mm. and media buy and things like that anything that you're putting money behind to get out there i really feel like just you need to take it to that that next level i mean okay are you saying though that the when you talk about high quality are you saying that people have to spend a lot of money on that? Or Not always. Are no. you saying that you have to be intentional with the way that you're shooting or the way that you're filming something? I think you have to be intentional. I think you need to use the right equipment and have the right people with the expertise needed to uh, have the right image quality and the right effectiveness. You know, these are opportunities where you you need to have a director that's taking your thoughts and and putting them in a way that they can tell a story visually, or um, you need the right DP that can find the right camera and the right lenses and the right lighting to really showcase, you know, whatever it is, a product or your service mm. uh, in the best light. Again, we you talk about how much content is out there. These are really the pieces that you want to shine and to cut through the noise mm. and to connect with the humans. And this is where you get with the humans, like, like we're aliens, <laughs> to, to connect human to human. And sure. these, like, these are the opportunities where, you know, it's just like anything. Like you can do your own taxes for a while, right? But then maybe you get to the point where you own a business or you started a business or you have all these other complications in your taxes and your best bet is to hire an accountant that knows taxes, mm. right? Sure. Like this is where I think that same thing comes into play where you come into this opportunity where maybe you have a product and you have an opportunity to have an in-store display at Best Buy or Gander Mountain or something like that. Um, and you want that stuff to be the most eye-catching, the most you know, just stop people in their tracks. Same thing with running ads on uh, Instagram or Facebook or things. Like, you want people to recognize that this is just not one of their friends posting. Mm. You know what I mean? Or yeah. this is not just some Joe Schmo recycled product video, but something that really showcases and bullet points your services, your products, things like that. And so these are the things that have that thumb-stopping power and that, you know, it's just really like a differentiator between what you're seeing on a regular basis as you're scrolling or walking through a store um, or even watching things online streaming with ads or, or whatever it is. Um, these are the opportunities you have to, to stop people in their tracks. Sure. Mm. I think that's, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. And that's, I mean, quite frankly, it's probably the hardest thing in our business to really deal with is, why is it that it costs so much for us to do stuff like this? Yeah. And I mean, like you said, I think the reality is, is people don't necessarily understand all of the work that goes in mm -hmm. to a video, creating a video, even 15 seconds long, you know, <laughs> behind the scenes, what all it entails. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think, I think when it really comes down to it, if you want to set yourself apart from even your competitors, mm -hmm. You know, other people in your industry, you've got to, you know, you, you just have to one-up them, yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And that may not, I mean, you could be in an industry that nobody does video content for. Yeah. You know, like, a perfect example is the other day I was going through Instagram. I came across an ad for uh, this construction company. And I thought it was really interesting because I had never seen a general contractor yeah. buy ad space on Instagram and it literally I was like oh that's interesting like 
he's probably one of the very few general contractors out there that takes the time to go through his house with the houses that he's yeah. building or remodeling or whatever and taking footage and putting it on you know some nice text flying stuff and on a nice music bed like yeah. that's that's it like yeah. that's it right there yeah well, i mean you get to a point where you are are finding people that know how to tell the story in the right way sure. you know and you know like to to answer that why is it so expensive i mean I, we we can break it down right now like the what you're paying for is is specialized people in specialized areas sure. most of the time um, if you find the right people in the right companies, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are just charging what they charge because everybody else does it. But, um, but you know, quite honestly, if you think you have five people on on set as crew, which is a medium sized crew, right? You know, you're paying for each one of those people for the day, and they can't take any other jobs. So it's you don't you can't pay them hourly because they're not going to book eight jobs in a day. You know, most of the time. Something isn't going to take an hour or two, and you have to consider driving and like you know nobody's coming to their office because most of the time these guys are freelance, right? Yeah. Um, people aren't shooting that many videos to to where most of these guys are working every single day either. Mm -hmm. So you have to consider those rates are probably higher than what you would pay, you know, a plumber to come in and work on plumbing, right? Mm. So <clears throat> you think about all these things is, and each of these guys has a specialty. You have your producer who, you know, organizes everything, pulls the crew together, deals with the locations and all the logistics of the shoot and works with the director and the client to nail down the creative and figure out what the expenses for the creative is, are. And like that could be anything from props, different lighting, different things like that and then you have obviously your director who's responsible for taking the idea and visualizing it and developing a treatment and saying this is how we're going to express what you're showing or mm -hmm. talking about and then you have your director of photography who is the one that's responsible for taking the the client and director's vision and making it happen on screen right yeah and then you have your gaffer who's responsible for lighting and making sure everything is balanced and you have the right light to create the right mood and the right look. And then you have grips to help the gaffer and on and on and on. You have the sound guy who's making sure that everything is crisp and clean. And I mean, as many of you know, when you watch a video and the sound's not great, the video's not great, yeah. even if it looks beautiful. So all these things go hand in hand. And when you don't have somebody to fill each of those roles, something suffers, right? Mm. Yeah. So it gets expensive because you're talking five people for a whole day. It's not like they're working every single day. So they have to book based on what their bills are. It's the same thing with every company. You have to budget based on 30 days out. So if you only book a certain amount of jobs, sometimes your rates are going to go up. Sometimes this is going to happen. Sometimes they're going to go down. Sometimes, you know, it's all over the place. So um, that's kind of the world we live in, and that's just the bare minimum. Then you have equipment. Imagine the amount of money sure. that people are spending on equipment. So it's just like any other job, any other business. You're you're billing, you know, breaking down your equipment costs and billing that out, and you're breaking down overhead costs and you're billing that out. So there's there's all of these things that come into play, and you know, people are surprised when a video costs what it costs. You know, then that's just to shoot it. You know, and that doesn't even include the pre-production time. So your producer and your director who are working on things before the shoot. Right. And then you have the post-production time where your editor is coming in and you have 
potentially colorists and sound mixers and all these guys that are all getting their hands on something. And so that it, it starts to get way up there. And it's way cheaper than it used to be. I mean, a commercial would cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars, and sometimes it still does. Um, but but it's it's come down because so many people are doing it. It's kind of like this, you know, the industry's kind of leveling out, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really just one of those things where this is why it costs so much. This is why we recommend to do as much on your own as possible. And this is why we're talking about this now. Here's kind of a list of videos that you want to spend money on. The value of that content and what it really means to your business. Mm -hmm. And really getting down to tracking all of that and really knowing why it's valuable to spend that money and, yep. and making sure that you're, you're actually, the, the, your plan of attack, right, for that content that you're spending that money on is actually impacting the bot, like whatever bottom line it is that you're trying to impact, whether yeah. it's awareness or selling a product or whatever it is. Yeah you're impacting that bottom line and you're going into that or you're, I guess you're, you could say you're coming out of that video with very specific benchmarks on what it is that you're trying to measure. Yeah. And that's how you'll continue to be successful in paying for the content that you're creating. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that made sense when, I, like I, when I'm thinking about it. <laughs> my brain is going. Yeah, you're just, you're setting your expectations before you spend a dime. Sure. You know, that's uh, yes, really I, what absolutely. it boils down to. And you need to do that. And you need to understand what expectations are reality. You know, it's... Sure. It's, and that's some of the stuff we talked about last season of just knowing uh, what your content is meant for mm. in what stage of the buyer's journey and how you measure that stage, right? Yeah. Because you can't measure an awareness-based piece on a conversion rate what's been i mean let's have some fun what's been some fun content that we've shot that we would consider the high quality stuff that we've had some freedom in doing uh creative say the the names yeah sure i don't care well it depends on what it is i guess yeah i mean it, i guess it's like yes. real high quality this year were a couple really large companies that were doing content for their trade show booths yeah. uh through an agency that we partner with and um, you'll actually hear from that agency at this some point season. in this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, those, I won't say those names cause they're not our clients, but, um, really just really eye catching attention, grabbing mm. content that was used on led screens in their booth at this yeah. trade show. And, um, just really cool stuff. It was a, a, th a two day shoot yep. and two we days. had what, 12, 12 man crew. Right, yeah, ish, yeah, something like that. Um, all of those titles that I mentioned earlier, and I mean, it was the smooth one of the smoothest shoots we've done, and it just looked amazing. It was commercial quality, yeah. Um, we really just got to get into every detail, which is another huge thing that determines budget, right? You know, for, for instance, with this one, we were in an office and they wanted to, uh, it was a home office and they wanted it to look a little more evening. But we had to shoot in the morning or like in mid-morning, late yeah, morning, something late like that. morning, yeah, something like that. Uh, so it was really bright outside and, you know, this office was just all windows. And um, our gaffer was able to take some filters and put them on the windows and, 
and just basically stop down the windows, which just means make them darker. So he was able to make it it's all like darker. Window, it's like window tinting. Yeah, like tinting, basically. Yeah. Made it all darker, and we got exactly the feel we were looking for. He created this out of nothing. Like yeah. We had just bright sunlight coming in that room, and he made it look like the guy just got home from work. Mm. Like It was just really cool, really well done, and, and just awesome attention to detail. Where, unlike a smaller budget shoot, we wouldn't have had the time or the sure. resources to do that, or even the gaffer, usually. Um, and you would have just said, well, we have to make this make look do. like daytime. Yeah, you know, make like do with this. what we have. So um, there's things like that, and it might seem little, but when, in the grand scheme of things, it was really important that that looked like the right time of day. Sure. So it went along with the whole concept and premise and all of that. So the creative on that job was really, like, really big. We shot in a hospital. We shot at a house. Um, we shoot... It was just the two locations, just the two right? Pieces, yeah. Um, over the two days, but we did multiple scenes in each location and different parts of the locations, and it was just a really cool, well put together shoot. And that kicked off our year this year, which was really awesome. Yeah, we yeah we had a really busy first start of the year. Yeah, we were in Vegas. <clears throat> you know, this whole another type of content creation that we were we were in Vegas for one of our clients and um, another agency partner that we have and. Building that, that was a totally different yeah. look and feel than what we were just shooting not a week earlier for this other client that we yeah. just talked about. And, but yet, it's still like, you know, we had audio, we had a DP, we had a producer, and uh, it was crazy three days. <laughs> yeah. But we got a ton of content. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had to make do that i mean that was the other part of it too like sometimes you pay we pay sometimes our clients pay for just the the expertise in being able to accomplish what we accomplished in yeah. three days i yeah. mean we shot so much content yeah. in so many different scenarios and we ended up having to turn you know a beautiful uh suite in vegas into a white room yeah, like two this of them. two of them two of them yeah. And so it's, you know, and have all these interviews look consistent, exactly the same. Yep. Yeah. It was a, it's, we, you know, you don't think about it because we do it so often, but when you look back at it and you're like, I had, we had to turn these like amazing suites into white wall oh, and boring and look identical. And so each interview looked identical right. and that was one of them. And then, and then shooting in a, uh, like a trade show floor, trade show floor and making that consistent and making sure that. These people were well lit and you could hear them and you yeah know. going back to what we were talking about earlier it's you know there are there are specific parts of content that you can and I would probably say need mm -hmm. to spend some money on mm -hmm. uh, and that doesn't mean that you have to hire a production company to do it it just means that you have to spend the money or the time even to learn how to you know, be able to accomplish those things on your own yeah. if that's what you want to do. Yep. You know, like buying a light and buying a, a microphone and buying a decent camera mm -hmm. to shoot it on. Like, those are the types of things that you want to invest in yeah. uh, for your brand. Yep. And again, it's not about hiring a production company or anything like that. It's just about these are the types of things that you want to spend money on, you know, as far as content is concerned. Yeah. Uh, so we have product videos, you have client testimonials is a big one. Mm 
Uh, you know, I would even go as, as far as to say it's like who, the who we are videos that yeah. they, people do, like the story behind your company or the story behind your brand. Like those are important to have good quality stuff because that's the kind of stuff that will, potentially if it's done, if it's shot well enough and in a high enough quality, those are the types of things that could last a decent amount of time mm -hmm. uh, because it is your story. That's not really going to change. It's just going to evolve, yep. right? I mean, you want obviously when it comes to like anything that has to do with personnel in the HR world. In my opinion, like you want to spend money there because yeah. you're investing in the people that you're trying to attract yeah. and keep. Yeah, like those are the things that people want to see. Yeah. It's not necessarily about. It, it's not like it used to be, where your benefits are what I mean. Like I remember when your health care and or your vacation time and or your personal time off like those were the deciding factors on whether yeah. or not i'm going to work with somebody now it's more about the purpose behind yeah. it like all of those things are obviously still part of the decision process mm -hmm. for a human but the other big piece of that is really getting to know your culture yeah. that you're representing so the better quality the better video that or the better piece of content that you can create to display who you are, what you do, and why you do it mm -hmm. is going to be beneficial to you in the long run, I think. Yeah, totally. Uh, really thankful for you guys. We love you. Um, I know we say it at the end and every, at the beginning of every episode, but we really do deep, deeply appreciate your guys' time and watching this communication sometimes can get a little funny between us because he doesn't like me, but whatever. I, I'm just here doing my job, okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all those good things. On <laughs> Subscribe on all the platforms. Be sure to stay tuned for next week's Be Original Podcast. I'm OJ. Peace out. Thanks again for checking out Be Original with Isley Creative. You're the reason we do this, so be on the lookout for more tips and advice on your marketing strategy.